Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, there's something funky about you. You are shorter, friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that happened to me. That's a thing that's happening right now. Maybe it's permanent. I don't know. You, sir, might be shorter for good. It's not exactly the news I wanted to hear. I know it sounds crazy, but... I really miss... What I call it? Ken? Ken. I miss Ken. Or where are you staying, Hillip? I'm a man of the road. I stay in my caravan. You're a man of the world, so it's it's fine. Well, I thought you were going to offer me a place to stay. No, that's cool. <laughs> no? All right. Okay, so go. I am Ken. I am stretching my maybe limbs. I'm bursting free from my my side womb. The four of you are walking down the, the alleyway, and it's getting pretty dark. Moot, you notice what looks like a young boy. Meet, meet me in the graveyard. Guys, it's so creepy in here. What do you mean? It's just, I mean, it's dark, and I know it's the final resting place of a lot of people. You see a small boy in a dark, hooded tunic. He has a third eye right in the middle of his forehead. The demon gates are opening. Your destiny, it calls. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. I play Moot. He is a half-orc wild magic sorcerer. And Amy Moore. <gasps> I play Sullivan Slight, a lightfoot halfling rogue. And also, Carla Maxted. Yes, I play Nerixious Acra who you probably know as Glim. She's a dragonborn paladin, and she's going to save the world, you know. I've heard about this. <laughs> this destiny gets around. Like, people are starting to hear about it, which is crazy. I, hope, I can't wait to see if she can cash this check that her mouth has been writing. <laughs> <laughs> First real adventure that you go on, all dead. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, gosh. How disappointing. <laughs> Well, maybe it's a good life lesson, though, because if that happens, I mean, she'll be dead. So is it a life does it, lesson? Doesn't matter. Though? No. Yeah. Because if that happens, she'll be dead. It won't matter. And if it doesn't happen, then there was no harm in her believing very strongly in herself. 
It's true. So we should all believe very strongly in ourselves. What I'm saying goes a long way. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Where we believe in you and where you should believe in yourself is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, where if you join our community, you as a patron, among all of the amazing, amazing exclusive content that we have over there, they should make exclusive an easier word to say. Super secret. Super secret stuff that we have over there. But also, (laughs) you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Nate Hacking. Thanks, Nate. Nate, thank thank you. you. I believe in you, Nate. That's right. And thank you for believing in us. Yes. Thank you, Nate. Carlos going to cry trying a to turn bit. this into a motivational podcast secretly. I don't know if you guys have noticed. <laughs> I have noticed a it's few my, things with this, this storyline. This is a backdoor pilot for my other podcast that is a motivational podcast. Why aren't we putting this in the production house here? Like, let's <laughs> capitalize on this. Let's not send it somewhere else. Well, it wouldn't course, be a secret Russ, podcast if it was Russ over here. Russ is not upset. He's like... Pilot for a new podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Done. Sold. Get it up on Patreon. <laughs> I can't do any more podcasts, you guys. I'm this a teacher hard. now. Yeah, Amy went and got herself a real job. I did. Yay. It's all right. Well, you still got to carve out Tuesday nights. I can carve out Tuesday nights. Good, because it's on the calendar for the rest of forever. It <laughs> is. Sure, yeah, it really it's is. just a repeating <laughs> date that, they, and, and it was like end date, and Russ was like, no. no. Weekly till the end of time. Yeah. Until forever. <laughs> Until Tiamat inevitably rises and kills us all. Could happen. There's a survey out on the uh, Wizards page right now for D&D players. And I was at work today and I had a spare 20 minutes. It's a very long survey. They do them qu- every quarterly, but yeah. Yeah. But uh, there was numerous questions about, like, how often do you play D&D in a week? And, how, and it was just like, I just had to put so many answers in about how I play, like, at least once a week. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> what have I done with my life? And it's like, well, how many how many groups are you a part of? And I was like, well, currently two, maybe sometimes a third. Oh, God, <laughs> it's too much. You it's are much. right in their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. You're who yeah. they go after. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. The wind around you begins to kick up as you stand face to face with this ghostly three-eyed boy the demon gates are opening he says your destiny it calls anyone else curious that this little guy sounds like a full-grown man what's a demon gate i'm more curious about the three eyes are you talking about my destiny i don't think I like have a, a group are you talking to, to me i mean you guys are tied into my destiny we're all, we are? We're all together on this crazy roller coaster ride of saving the world. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I, I don't know if I really signed up for that, though. Oh, um, well, maybe we should talk about it later. How about this kid with the full-grown man voice and the three eyes and the ghostly presence, right? I mean, yeah, I would love to know more about this. Yeah, we're going to circle back to this whole destiny thing, though, later. I think like this is something that probably should have came up organically. You know, like over time, like it's been a couple years and you're just like, we all just kind of know it. But now it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it feels like it feels like maybe this is something that like would cause people to maybe crumble under said pressure. (laughs) I don't know. Sully, what do you what do you feel about this? 
It's the so what about this kid there with the three eyes like, and the manly voice? I just voice. told you some important shit. What are you doing? Russ is dying. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good chance I, we did, Carla. You know I don't remember shit. I somehow... I was so I was so sure we talked about this. <laughs> I don't I don't think we did. I think it's true. <clears throat> Maybe we did. I feel like I've said very clear things to both of you about how we were supposed to meet and. Well, yeah, I just thought you were just super enthusiastic. Well, yeah, or and you always talk about how like your destiny is to save the world. Well, I just didn't realize it was like a team thing. Nobody so can save the world by themselves. Like, our destiny is to save the world? It's just nice to be included, you know? I mean, I guess maybe you're right, Moot. The boy looks to his imaginary watch. <laughs> this is not the kind of threesome I imagine myself having. That's all I'm saying. And says, I don't realize what I've just walked into here. I don't have much time. Hey, he sounds like a boy. He knows I'm here. Who knows you're here? And as he says that, the ground at the base of the tombstones around you begins to shake. Well, this isn't, this isn't good. Follow the signs. Help those you can. And be prepared for battle. Cracks begin to form as earth is heaved up near your feet. Uh, what exactly are we going to be battling, though? The boy... If you could be more specific. The boy looks around nervously at this point and says, you mean specific? That's what I said. He, le- he leaps towards you, and suddenly his face is right in front of you, and his lips begin moving like they're trying to form words as he begins to fade from sight and you hear one final word ring out in your mind. Orcus. And then he's gone. And the earth settles, the wind dies down, and all is calm. Guys, I think that we're about to be... I think that Orcus are Orcas are gonna take over? Whale people are gonna... Some kind of underground whale people. Is this, like... Is there? Is this anything to do with orcs? Because I'm a half-orc. But I've never heard of or- or- orcas? Oh, you know what, though? Maybe I, maybe he said Dorcas. Yo, how much do you guys know about... About things. Oh God, Jesus! How long have you been here? I've been here man? the whole time. How, th- has this been the most quiet you've ever been I'm, in your whole life? Jesus! Look, H-Christ. my my voice, sir. He was voicing somebody else at this moment, <laughs> so he could not. I voice don't know what that me. means. Can I roll a history check to see if I've heard of orcas? Yes, absolutely. You I can. don't worry. History I, or I religion, oh, whichever you. Well, my religion should be better, but it's not somehow? Hmm. Well, maybe not all religion. Like, you mm. just have the one religion. You know um, it. That's only a 12. Yeah, with a 12, you definitely have heard of Orcus. He is the um, demon lord, prince of the undead. Um, currently resides in the abyss, um, which you believe 
to be the home of the uh, demons of the world that you know. So maybe he was just insulting us, right? He was like Dorcas. No, no, you guys. Orcus, he's like the the prince of the undead, demon lord, lives in the abyss where all the demons live. Didn't you ever hear scary it stories about abysmal. him when you were a kid? <laughs> what? And this guy is coming for us? Well, I mean, kind of kind of sounds like maybe. Do you think he is coming for you three specifically or maybe just the world in general? Oh. I mean, your destiny could be to stop certain aspects, but maybe maybe you are thinking very highly of yourselves. Well, it's apparently our destiny to save the world. That is true. And this Orcus fellow seems true. like maybe he wants the opposite of that? Yeah, but I don't think that means he's coming after us. He's probably coming after the world, and then maybe someone should get in between him and the world and have a little smackdown. But isn't, aren't those someone's us? Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is, like, I don't think, like, oh, if so the you think, Prince of the Underworld oh, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. even knows about okay. us, right? Like, should, he will probably crush us like ants. Should we, like... Speaking of yeah. which, I used to be a professional uh, Christologist. Oh. And I used to go from home to home. And <laughs> Tom, keep it there. And I used to crush things for a living. Like, I mean, you mentioned ants, but other things too? Oh, yeah. Other insects, um, rocks that are small enough to crush, uh, nuts. Did you? Did a lot of nut work. Did you ever crush any You crushed oranges? all the nuts, did you? Oh, wait. Did I crush Any what? oranges? Did you ever crush an orange? Mm. What, what about no. grapes? Oh, yeah, I crushed a few grapes in my time, of course. Oranges, though. That's weird. You squeeze an orange. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, really, squeezing is just crushing from a different angle. Slowly crushing. Yes, it's much more controlled. Uh, uh, sorry, have, I, have you guys ever, ever been a, a, a crush, crushiologist? Well, you changed the name of the job, so... Well, it maybe all depends on whether you're using it as a verb or a noun. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like, cool. Legit so, can't remember I mean, what we, I to it. be fair, we don't know the ins and outs of crushology or crushiology or the terminology yeah. of crushiology, so we just, as always, have to defer to our expert in all matters job-related. Yeah, no worries about it. I'm used to being around people who just don't quite have the same standard of understanding of the world that I have. So what are we going to do about this Dorcas guy? Um, well. Training montage? All right, this is great. <laughs> Did we ever, um. All make out drunkenly? No. No, not, not yet. yet. Where did we find, did we figure out where Ken ended up? Who's Ken? Ken is your lump. Your yeah, best you friend. Ken? We you were lump? on the trail. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, sorry. That is There's where we... We, wait, well, we were trying to find Ken, and we the ran three into a boy, boy was and... Ken. No, no, no. The whole reason we came here was we were following Ken. And then that boy showed up. Well, I thought that boy was Ken. I thought, like, you know, mystery solved. No, maybe, no, no, no. maybe you maybe you, three remember it incorrectly, but we was looking for Ken. And then, and then the boy wonder over here, who is Shorty Shortyson, 
he he saw the ghosty boy saw down in the, the alley. T- down in the alley, and he's like, come to the graveyard. And so we did, and we had the baguette on the way. It was very good, and now we are here. Yes, and we're a little bit more French than we were when we first came. This is the same accent. I just edited an entire episode. It was French. There was a lot of talk of baguettes. That's true. There was very, very horny for baguettes. So many baguettes. We went to El Torcho's with the meats. With all the meats. So much meat. Cooked the meats. It was so wonderful. Um, Did you get from the Three-Eyed Boy any kind of Ken vibes? I know you guys were really, like, connected. I guess I thought these were two separate, weird, male-presenting people. People? Tiny, one tiny that came out of your body and one floating and ghosty and three well, here's eyed. what I don't know. It's like maybe the tiny thing that came out of my body grew up real fast. I mean, at first it wasn't even a lump and then it was a lump and then it was too big to be a lump. This thing's probably 18 feet by now. Oh, well, that'll make him easier <laughs> to find. That's Sully true. looks up at the tree. <laughs> did this did this three eyed boy leave any footprints? Because because Ken was leaving footprints all over the place. Well, if you guys are just going to poke holes in my theory, maybe, like, like offer something new. Are there more footprints? Can we? Should we go back to the alley? I don't know. I mean, I think the, the, we were, the, the, everything went dry for us because we took a turn, and now I don't remember where I am. Also, look at the ground underneath our feet. Do you guys think dead people are going to start to grab at us at any minute? Oh, I mean... I wasn't until now. I didn't think so yet. I mean, graveyards are places where people are put to rest, and they're very peaceful and lovely, and I don't know why you have to ruin graveyards for me. Why well, I didn't do this. Graveyards are her favorite time to go sit down and have quiet her time. Are you spying on her? No. How do you know it's her favorite quiet? It just seemed like she was inferring that you were ruining her quiet time. <laughs> Well, I suggest we move this conversation maybe out of the graveyard because it's super creepy as fuck. Oh, I mean, okay, and, uh, okay. Do you want it? We can go back to the alley and see. But I, sure, I, let's. I, sure. I do think we sort of ran out of footprints, but maybe. Okay, you you head back through the streets. Uh, they've quieted down some since the last time you you passed through. Uh, it's still very late at night, and you make it back to the alleyway where you had seen the three-eyed boy the first time, or Moot had seen the three-eyed boy the first time, um, and back into the alley. Can I make a perception roll to see if I see anything new in terms of tracks or anything like that? Uh, you may make an investigation. Yes, I want to do that. <gasps> it's a nat 20. Oh, shit. Well, I rolled a two, so. I rolled a six, so you investigate so good. I do. I'm going to take this shit seriously. Sully's like, I can't believe I forgot about Ken there momentarily. Just a slight lapse, but he feels terrible about it. Like forgetting you have a mother or something. Um, I mean, the world is crystal clear to you. Um, You. I'm in my mind palace. You. Being that you didn't really remember what you were doing, you don't entirely remember what you were looking for specifically. What is it you're looking for? Looking for any sort of trace that might tell me where Ken went. You you don't see anything to tell you where Ken went. Okay. Well, I make a big show of it though. I go down on one knee. I I, you know, 
pick up some dust and I touch it to my tongue and I'm like, the trail's gone cold. So is it like on ice? It is kind of chilly tonight. Yeah, I guess if we're, if we're speaking metaphysically, sure. Hmm. Well, maybe we just need a good sleepy sleep on it and then... Um... Can someone sleep in my room with me? Uh, sure, yeah, absolutely. It's, could somebody else sleep in my room with me? <laughs> of course. Okay, cool. I like Not that I'm scared of anything, but I mean, let's face it. Last time I slept by myself, I developed a lump who developed a consciousness of his own and escaped. So, you know, there's that. Allegedly. I mean, should we, should we all sleep in the same room and, like, we can go off on shifts? And... Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. That sounds like a real good plan, Mook. Nice that job. is how you we should... do it on the road. You should uh, you should jot that down the whole like doing shifts thing. That's how, like seems like an important thing to to remember. Can I borrow your pen? Oh, uh, it's a pencil, but sure. That's not gonna work. Sully wanted to write it on his hand. Okay, so you head back to the uh, monastery, the church, the monastery, temple, wherever you're going. Temple. That's the word I was looking for. You head back to the temple, um, and you all pile into one room. Who's Who's taking first? Who's taking first shift? Dibs not on first shift. I'll take first shift. And he, and he lays down okay. and is immediately asleep. Um, Glim, I presume you are sleeping as well. Yes. Um, Hillop has followed you, and he is also in the room. So we just, uh, yeah, we just, uh, yeah, just cozy up here, all nice and warm and and good and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Shh. Sorry. <laughs> no talking. Um, all right. Uh, moot. Roll me percentile dice. Ooh, fancy. That is a 54. This is not, not what I had planned for, so I got to just... just Got to go with it. Well, we had zero plan, so we decided to go to bed. <laughs> like, like all good storytellers do when, when they've run out of things to I mean, talk it was about. Call it a night. night. Um, okay, so you roll me a 54, uh, and then also roll me a constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. Okie dokie. Plus three, that is a 17. You you stay up for your shift, and you hear a few arguments going on outside the window. You take a look out, and you see um, a a goblin and a human arguing in the alleyway. The goblin seems to be trying to shake down the human, from what you can tell. But that's the only thing of real note. All right, I gently wake up Glim. And head on to sleep myself. What kind of waker upper are you? Are you like a gentle Just shoulder, a shoulder, shake, shoulder nudge, like a poke in the face kind of person? Do you just moon someone, get your ass cheeks close oh, enough no. to them until they wake up? In real life, yes, but in this <laughs> game, oh. no. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um. Kate Glim, you wake up. Roll me percentile dice, please. 82. 
Um, and then a <laughs> just, I just read a piece of that by accident. <laughs> constitution saving throw. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <clears throat> That's a three. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Um, you get up and you're you kind of you're you're pacing around. You're really tired when you wake up. Um, weren't quite ready to get up, and you you sit down in a chair and kind of catch yourself. Your head kind of drops, and then you find yourself, and your pants are on your arms <laughs> and over your head. Your shirt is on your legs. Your socks and boots are laced up on your hands, and a stuffed horse's head is crudely attached by string onto your underwear and backside. Oh no! <laughs> and for a second, you're not quite sure, but you get this terrible feeling, and something unspeakable and foul is inside the stuffed head. You look down, and just before you figure out what it is, you snap awake to Hillop being like, Hey, hey, you, you fell asleep. Oh, oh my, oh, I had the, oh, I had the craziest dream. And I'm like touching myself to make sure, I guess I don't have a horse's head tied to my butt. I don't see any, no, is there's there, no horse's head there. My shoes are where they're supposed to be. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You okay, you tripping balls on that meat sweats there? I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's it. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, you slept through your your watch. I think it is Sully's turn now. I'm going to go wake him up gently. Sully, Sully, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up in the morning. Yeah, hold on a second. If you're talking to me. Why don't you do the fucking shift? Because no. you're already awake. No, see, it's your turn. You took three Z's. <sighs> Fine. He like, like he gets up like head last, if at all possible. Like he's laying down and like sits up and like drags his head along and then like <laughs> s- snaps it up. And he's like, yeah, okay, it's fine. It's okay. good, it's fine. Uh, as soon as you're up and out of bed, Hillop kind of crawls in behind you. It's like, oh, this is the warm spot. It's very cozy in here. Yeah, it's because they fought a lot. Well, that is okay. I was sleeping in the corner on the cold, cold stone. Well, it's because you actually have a place to stay, Hillop. I'm not even sure why you're here. You said we needed to sleep in the same room, so we were all safe. Good night. Yes, sweet dreams, my prince. <laughs> oh, God. Everybody else is asleep. Mm-hmm. Roll me uh, percentile dice and followed by a constitution saving throw. Obviously. 50. Uh, nope. That's no. A, oh, that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. My zero is five. And a five. Yeah. Is zero. That's, that's five. Okay. 105. Just five. <laughs> 105 out of 100 possible options. <laughs> Yep. I'm an overachiever. <laughs> and a constitution saving throw, please. You got it, boss. 13. Okay, what are you doing? Uh, 
pacing, I guess. I'm probably looking through people's stuff, actually. <laughs> that sounds right. Any bags or satchels that's been left piled around. Uh, okay. Uh, you hear, as you're doing this, you hear um, feet shuffling outside the door. I go to the door and I listen. As you get to the door, you listen. You don't, you don't hear them once you get to the door. Hmm. I don't pay too much attention to it. There are other people staying in this temple, so could be someone shuffling off to the bathroom, just truffle shuffling their way to the bathroom. After a few moments, you hear the shuffling again at the door. I go and I slowly open. No, I don't. I go, I pick up one of my daggers, and then I slowly open the door. Uh, Tom and Carla, take off your headphones for a moment, please. You open the door. You think you see a shadow dip down the hall quickly. Oh, yeah, you think you can get away from me, you fucking shadow man? I pursue. You run down the hall. Um, run or you're going stealthily, I'm, I assume. I'm stealthy, yeah. yeah. You make a stealth check. Well, that's a 19 plus, like, I yeah. don't know, a million. You're, you're like the knight. You're moving quick. <laughs> um, you get around a corner and you see a figure. You get around a corner, down, follow, it goes down the stairs. And this figure is in the kitchen. And uh, it's kind of bent over the table, like leaned over the table. Not a figure you recognize. But like corporeal. Yeah. Like he's a solid guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Similar size to you, so not very tall, but yeah. Hey, what's cooking good looking? The figure straightens up and takes a step back and turns around and you are staring into a mirror. Well, I wasn't wrong with the good looking part. When you are hit from behind and knocked unconscious. <clears throat> you fall to the ground and then the next thing you know, you wake up at the end of your watch. And you get to the end of your watch and I mean, it was late at night. I'm assuming four-hour watches. It's probably morning time now. Um, so the three others, Hillop, Glim, and Moot, uh, you begin to wake with kind of the morning light coming through the window when Sully is seated there finishing up his watch. Anything happen on anybody's shift? Mine was pretty, pretty snooze fest. Did you literally fall asleep? No, I was awake the whole time. Just nothing happened. I have a confession to make. Oh. I did fall Glenn, asleep. you don't have to. Oh, you don't have I to. Fell, I we fell would, asleep. Could, I have to be honest. We could have kept it a secret between friends. I did fall asleep. I had a crazy dream. Um, what, Glenn, what that's happened in your nuts. dream? Can you imagine what Hillop could have done to us in our sleep if, if he was the only one awake? I mean, I think he was the only one awake because I fell asleep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
I was awake when when you were sleeping. But I also I, trust I, Philip. I don't think he did anything. I don't think anything happened. I think everything's fine. But I did have a crazy dream, and my clothes were on all weird, and there was a horse head tied to my butt, and I don't know. You know, dreams they don't really make sense. <laughs> she was tripping balls on the meat sweats. I figure that's fact, mm, up, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. It sometimes happens. You see and hallucinate crazy different things. Anyways, so everybody's all good then. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Nothing happened. I sat here, stared at you assholes while you're sleeping. You <laughs> stared at the assholes? Well, if you didn't sleep, just spread eagle. It's the most comfortable that way. Yeah, I'm going to have to burn that bed. You should at least have pants on. I did at first. <laughs> so they are like spring-loaded when I sleep. Oh, God. That's not the only thing, too, man. I mean, you got to get that under control. You're sleeping in a whole room full of people. Anyway, who's who wants breakfast? Yeah. Let's... <laughs> Anything to end this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but it just happened. I will put my pants back on. That's fine. We'd, yeah, I thought that prefer, that was maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cool. we're at a temple and we're going to go get breakfast. So it would be. Yeah. I'm sorry. Even if we were not in a temple about to eat like dinner, you should still have your pants on me. True. I mean, if you were in your own home alone, you sh- okay. can you and should, should have been. do whatever you want. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to. It just it, you sleep, you, 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 you fall into the routine of usual things. Of spring-loaded pants, I mean. Of spring-loaded pants. Pew! Is the sounds that they sometimes make. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, so breakfast? Sounds good. Sounds tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Uh, you, uh, unless you say otherwise, you probably head downstairs to the kitchen. I would assume, yep. Yep. Um, who's cooking up? What guys, are you doing? Guys. Chef Sally's in the house. Oh. See, I was oh, picturing yes. that, like, at the temple, there was probably one of the people that just made, like, I don't know, oatmeal or, like, some very simple, plain temple food. But I like this Chef Sully idea. So yeah, I want to see where Chef uh, Sully takes us. I'm going to ransack this motherfucking place. I'm finding eggs. Like, I'm finding herbs. I'm finding all kinds of stuff. And I'm making omelets. The omelets? Did we? Should I go get some baguettes for the omelets? Ah, uh, yeah, man. Nothing's better than crusty bread with eggs. Mm. Get at it. Okay, I shall be right back. I think that's the nicest way I've ever told him to get lost. I think you're right. You were very. You polite. didn't even injure him. <laughs> it's been a while. It's. I feel like we're coming due. So Sully starts to cook and, you know, he's getting creative with the ingredients. He's he's dipping into his satchel a little bit, pulling some special, special ingredients for everybody. Oh. Sprinkle here, dash here, sauteing, mm-hmm. kind of showing off his skills a little bit. Chopping, but not looking at what he's chopping, oh. like looking at you guys, you know. Is he doing that thing where he like flicks the pan with his wrist and causes oh. everything to light? Absolutely. He's yeah. got a pan full of mushrooms and he's like, mm, mm. He throws a clove of garlic crushed up in there. He's getting a little weird with it. He's like, you like that? Yeah. 
You like that sizzle? He does a little shimmy when he says sizzle. Sully, you've had so many different jobs and you're so skilled at this. I assume you must have been a a cook or a chef or... Oh, absolutely. I was a foodetier. Oh. And is that like a cook or a chef? Well, food to chia is just like, it's like a step above a chef, really, because, I mean, you have to know all about the food and where the food is grown and if the food is good and, you know, things like that. So um, that's how I know how to get the freshest ingredients and um, and how to saute like a motherfucking wizard. Oh, I mean, you are. It looks so good and it smells incredible. I can't wait to eat. I um, finish up the omelets and I and I serve them up. Should we wait for Hillop? I mean, cold eggs aren't good. We should just go ahead, right? Oh, yeah. God, no. Nobody likes cold eggs. Uh, Hillop runs back in. He looks like he's been through a whirlwind of a fight, and he's got, like, four baguettes just everywhere, shirts untucked, and just like, whoa, I'm back. What, uh, what happened, so, This is a very quick run. I had to fight off uh, several older ladies who were also there for the baguettes. I Did said you I, not let them have any of the baguettes? Well, I needed one for each of my, my pally pals, and the older ladies say they didn't want to wait for the next batch, so I had to pay a premium and also steal one, hence the running. Oh, um... Oh. Well, yeah, it's going to break your heart. I'm not going to eat a whole fucking loaf of bread. That's excessive, man. <laughs> yeah, Moot has learned a valuable lesson about carb intake since his time in the town. <laughs> so what you're saying is... Is one loaf probably would it suffice? Yeah, maybe maybe two maximum. You didn't need to get four. Uh, here's one loaf. I have some apologies to make. I shall return in a moment. Do you do you want to eat some eggs for the road? or? Yeah, I mean, eat your eggs before you go. Uh, no, I. it's really probably very important that I go apologize <laughs> to Mrs. Rubenstein. <laughs> because she's... She probably might not walk the same again. Oh, boy, Hillop. I shall return... And he leaves with three baguettes. Oh, boy. He takes his bread seriously, Very that one. Seriously. Yeah, he really does. It's bread and his meat. I'd hate to see how he is about cheese. Maybe we'll find out. All right, everybody digging in? Yeah. Everybody roll a d20. See how well Sully cooked. <laughs> Just, you roll a d22. Oh, I roll a d20? 15. Six. Four. This isn't my best work. Moot, you're you kind of filter through it, and you see an in, an interesting um, ingredient in there. It looks familiar to you. You can't quite place it, but it's not one that is regularly available, at least through your omelet purchasing since you've been in Waterdeep. But it looks familiar to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Something about it looks familiar. You can't quite put your finger on it. Sully, what, uh, what's, what's, what's this? And I've got it on my fork. Oh, Dad, that's only the freshest ingredients. No, but like, what is it? (laughs) 
Well, you know, it's like a, like a, like a, you know, it's like one of the, the flavor, like, it's like one of like the flavor makers. It's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't, but I'm going to call every ingredient I'm, I put in food now flavor makers. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I recognize pretty much everything else in here, but this one, I don't I don't know what this one is. And I've had some food allergy issues in the past, so I'm just going to I'm going to put this one to the side. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you don't know if you're going to be allergic to it until you put it in your mouth. Yeah, that's not usually how I like to find that mouth. out. I just like, I really, just don't... I think you should just try it. I just I. No, it just doesn't look too good to me. But it's so good. What's Glim doing? No, just eating. Cool. Just eating, observing this conversation. It, it's Glim very, likes it. Yeah, it's very delicious. Mm-hmm. Glim, you liking it? It's it's great. I love it when people cook for me. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Eat it. I mean, I appreciate it too. You're, I just you hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. Is Sully also eating? Because it'd be weird if he's not. What if I chopped it up into smaller pieces? Sully, make a persuasion. Oh, dang. That's only a 12. Versus Moot's insight. Oh, nat 20. Fuck. Fuck. Um, Moot, (sighs) you get the feeling that Sully isn't... Sully's hiding something. And it has to do with whatever this ingredient is that you're sus- not suspicious of, but you're you're curious about. Welcome to the middle. We're here, yeah, to tell you that you can win a book. Or a shirt. A really cool book. Yeah. And a really, or a cool, really cool shirt. Ah, <laughs> jinx. Only cool prizes. Only cool That's prizes. All I'm saying. But you can win a copy of Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Or Avernus, whichever way you want to say it. Whatever your pleasure is. Or some sweet swag from Dungeons and Dragons. And I think while you could only win a book or a t-shirt someone will win a book no, no you had it right the t-shirt. first time two no. people you know what i'm trying win. to say two people will win one person will win a book and one person will win a t-shirt and the odds are real good for you to do that all you got to do is rate review and or subscribe it's really easy and then share it with us that sounds way too easy to win it's stuff for us i mean surely it's more complicated than that's that that's it all you got to do is rate us on your rating on your app Five stars, hopefully. Five stars. I mean, we wouldn't be sad if it was five stars. We wouldn't be sad if it was five stars. Leave a review. Tell them which joke you liked. Or maybe just how we've changed your life. Oh, boy. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah. or, or just a keyword I mean, or something it, it you've heard in be... an episode. Just anything. I, Russ yeah, is being just a anything. little too demanding, I think. It could literally just say, it's fun to listen to while I do chores. All those and more. Boom. All those and more. Or just take a little screenshot of your app there. Make sure your social insurance number oh or um, credit, card, credit information. card information is there. Um, and then post Mother's that to Twitter and or Facebook using the hashtag Dumb Dragoncast. Or, I mean, you have to share yeah, it to just us. Screenshot showing that you're subscribed to the show and you're good to go. 
I like the way that rhymed. So all you got to do is rate, review, subscribe. Show us that you do that. And then you're entered to win Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus or Avernus or some sweet swag. Both are great options. Mm-hmm. And when when do they have until to do that? Thank you for asking this very important question, Carla. We've got until November 30th. That's the end of the month. And then we'll let you know who wins. We'll let them know on there. But then we'll, we'll be back in on December 4th and tell you who won the sweet goods. So you may as well just do it now because you're already listening to us. You're probably already on your device. So you can just go click that five or up to you stars and then take a picture and send it to us right now. And then you'll be entered. You don't have to think about it until maybe we tell you you won. That's right. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, thank you for doing that just preemptively. Mm -hmm. And congratulations to the winner on November 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Winners. Winners. Okay. Back to the episode. Woo. Bye. Yeah, I just I just wish I knew actually what it was. It, it's a lot easier to make an informed decision when you know these things. All right, it's called Jiggle Dolt. What? And it's an ancient ingredient of my halfling people. It's like a mixture between a fern shoot and a water pond reed it's chewy and it absorbs the flavors while also being a flavor maker it has two roles in food as the door opens back up and hillup comes in even more disheveled hair everywhere wow guys i gave the baguettes back to mrs rubenstein and she was not happy with Sir Hillop here. You're missing a big chunk of your hair off the left side. Uh, yeah, I think it will grow back at a, at a certain time. Maybe after... when your mustache grows back, too. Oh, so it's almost there, right? Did you, make, did you make the breakfast so that we could share this one single baguette, not to each have our own baguettes? Yes. There's, these eggs are delicious, but um, I'm so curious. Like, Moot, can I just see the thing? What I want to—I'm so curious now. I'm I still don't just think eating. you have to pick it apart. If like, Look. let's just say you're gonna eat cake, but all you see is like the dry flour and then the raw eggs and then all that stuff, and you're gonna think it's gross. Well, I wouldn't call those things a cake. What is the problem here? We are just having breakfast, all of us friends. So did you make something yucky? No, man, it's good. Here no, you go. They're delicious just push eggs. a plate towards them. Did you make it just the way I like it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Great. That's cool. All right. He takes a bite. See, help will eat it. Again, uh, people are well, are more than welcome to it. I just, I just, it's just not for me. Okay, okay. I'm going to stop pushing. I'm sorry, Moo. I can see this is a sore subject for you. So it's it's all right. Don't, don't eat my special ingredient. I mean, my eggs must be gone by now. I've just been eating this whole time, so. I don't know what they're arguing about. You have made it very, very, very nice and very good. Make a perception check. That is a 16. Uh, you kind of glance down at Hillop's plate and it, you could be mistaken because he's eating it kind of quickly, but you don't see that ingredient on his plate. 
I don't know what to do with this information, Russ. That's <laughs> <laughs> almost just like spit taked that. <laughs> That's what these covers are for, right? Mm-hmm. The spray yeah. of beer that might come out of your mouth when Tom makes you laugh. That's where it almost came out. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just kind of make a mental note of like, hmm, didn't see any of these on Hillip's plate as I've pushed mine off to the side. By the way, when you do that, you look like a child. That's okay. So why did you push the, the, the things over there off to the plate? Are you, are you allergic to those things? Uh, well, I do have some food allergy mm. issues. Oh, okay. That seems fair. It seems fair, right? Oh, if no, he has yeah, allergies, sure. we don't want to kill our friends with the food that we create. Heck no, but I'm just like, saying how you I know thought, you have an allergy. I thought I could have killed you each with a baguette hole in your tummy. It would have expanded and exploded, and, and it could have been very bad, which is why I gave them back to Mrs. Rubenstein. It was very kind of you to return them. Thank you for saying so. It, I'm going to make uh, some tea before we before we head out on whatever we need to be doing, which I'm sure is something about a three-eyed ghost guy. So does anyone want any tea? Uh, yeah, I would have some tea. Sure. sure. Tea? Yeah, tea? Uh, I'm okay. I'm quite full. Okay. I brew up some mint tea. It's on the other end of the kitchen. The three of you are sitting around the table. So there was a bit of a kerfuffle when I came back in. Are you... Are you okay? You were sullied? Was there like an argument of some sort? No, he just, I mean, he went through all the effort of making this this omelet for everyone, and then I didn't want to eat part of it. I think just think he took it personally. It wasn't anything personal. Mm. Okay. Well, that's fair. And you enjoyed your omelet? I, I liked my omelet. I mean, there was, I, I don't know that I could have identified everything in it. I was pretty hungry. I just ate it, but... Does Sully cook the foods very often? Um, this is the first time I've really seen him go to, or at least for breakfast. Yeah, but oh, he did fair. used to be a foodateer, so. Right, yes, that's the true. foodateer. Yeah. So, I mean, the, it's. He has maybe experience. We start a company with it. called the Three Foodateers. Mm. Go around. Oh, well, there's four of us, though. Yeah. So well, four. there was actually four of those guys, too. Right. True. Good call. Good call. With a. We are the three, four food of tears. The three, four to tears. Look at us combining words and making fun. Sully comes back over with the tea. I don't know if there's travel mugs, but there are now. Uh, there's like, like I don't know, like a water skin, but, you know, thicker so that you don't burn yourself there's with like the hot liquid on that's inside. And it keeps yeah. beverages warm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I hand those out. All right, it's mint tea. It's a little hot. It's actually going to be perfect for, you know, the mixture of the bread and the eggs and all that stuff. Just mint's real good for settling your stomach afterwards, you know? Mm-hmm. That is super cool. All right. Oh, I know a lot about herbs. I used to be an herbalist. Oh. That is an actual thing. What a change. Wow. It's a job that he actually might have had. <laughs> hmm. Now we don't really know. That's right. I would make lists of all of the herbs. You are a... And I would give them to different people with uh, different reasons to use them. You are what they call a, a mystery wrapped inside of an, en- an enigma. Wrapped inside of something else that is... I think is... it's kind of rude to talk about somebody's enigma. I mean, you were talking about my enigma. 
Well, it was on display. It sounds like. Sorry, it was graphic. I get it. It was graphic. Don't know where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we to, everybody? I made breakfast. I can't be expected to also make a plan, you guys. Well, what do we want to do? Do we want to try and find Ken? I mean, that seemed to kind of, kind of dr- yeah, dry Ken's up. Ken's dead. Dry, dry up. Ken's Today, dead. Like a little husk. I don't husk. know. Get it, guys? What do you mean? Get it? Dried up like his little husk that fell off his uh, little tiny body. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got confused when you were talking about the the joke you were making. With then he screamed, "Ken's dead." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It well, seems like an inappropriate like to time me. to make a joke, but I didn't know what things were going to get so serious <laughs> right at that moment. So do you? It's give, okay. I like your level of inappropriateness, Glim. Do you? Do you give I think up it's on endearing. Ken? You seem so um, well, like I he just, was the other you half guys of your were attached at the hip. That was. That's funny because he was very close to that part. You guys are funny today. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. You know, it's just like, you know, I just don't even know. Is it even worth it? I'm fine. Nothing that comes out of me can be bad. I'm, uh, uh I mean, okay. Okay, sure. So, so we're not looking for the kin? Well, I mean, if we stumble across them, sure. All right. Okay. Well, you let us know. If you get a feeling or you miss him and you want to, you let us know. Because yeah, okay. your, he's your lump, so. Well, what about Hillop's lump? Yeah, we have not found my lump yet, but we figured that Ken and Barry were together and they were having a good time. I mean, you'd have to think the two lumps would meet up. I mean, who else do they know? I don't know if all lumps know each other. I feel like maybe you're being... Uh, that's oh, really presumptuous. Maybe that's... Sorry, that's my bad. Mm-hmm. You know what they say about presumpting? What do they say about presumpting? Don't do it. It's rude. Oh. That is what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very popular saying here. Uh, well, if we're not going to try to track down the lumps, maybe we should look into these demon gates? Oh, Yeah. Tell me about the demon gates. Well, I don't know about them. That's why I said we should look into them. Oh, yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe like a library or maybe someone here at the at the temple knows, Glim. Yeah. I mean, we could ask the head priestess here. She might know. Uh, you head downstairs and uh, she's busy kind of just tidying up in the uh, in the main temple room. She sees you come down and says, oh, uh, good, good sleep, everybody. Well, I mean, I had a very strange dream, but generally, yes, I think so. Good, good. Uh, Sully, I heard you walking around last night. Was everything okay? Oh, yeah, everything was fine. Good. Just, you know, thought I heard something. It oh. was late. Got a little scared. I, I understand. I understand. Well, the snow we... Not, not, nobody really comes to try and break into the temple, so you should you should be okay. You should be safe here. I know. It's just weird stuff's been happening, man. Tell, do tell. Do tell me. Well, what has been happening that is weird? I mean, a few things. I mean, Sully had a lump that came out of his body and then seemed to gain oh sentience and was alive, and we were following it. And then, same night, we 
saw a ghostly three-eyed boy in a graveyard, and he said something very cryptic and scary about the demon gates opening and our destiny calling and something about Orcus? Do you know anything about any of those things? Um, well, I do do hope that that is like one of your bad dreams. Uh, no, this this no, was that, not a dream. That one no. happened. That one happened. Yeah. Um, it sounds fucked up. It does. It does sound like that is not good. Um, well, Orcus, as you know, is the... Uh, is the demon lord of the undead mm-hmm. uh, and uh, really wants nothing more than to um, rid the world of pain and suffering, I guess you could say. Yeah, it oh, doesn't, doesn't sound, sound so, so bad. bad. Oh, jinx. Oh, he got me something. <laughs> Wait for it. He wants to rid the world of pain and suffering by making everyone undead. Mm, well, that sounds less good. Well, I mean, don't think about it. If everybody is undead, would you even know? Right? I, I mean, the transition period is more the concern, and once he is in power, that gives him a lot of power to move between planes and worlds. And I mean, that doesn't sound great. I don't think we want... You know, demon, demon lord, just being in control of all of us seems very bad. Yeah, that's uh, that's not great. Yes, it seems like the, the, the world has just gotten past something world ending. Yes. I I have not heard of any demon gates opening, and I hope that they aren't. Is there like a location... Like Demon Gate on the corner of Fifth and uh, Sycamore. No, no. Um, demons aren't supposed to be able to to come into the material plane without some sort of portal, some sort of gateway opening. But those gateways don't just exist. Not like, not like those of the the Fae or the Shadowfell, which are directly connected to us. The Abyss and Avernus, the Nine Hells, are a little more disconnected, in a sense. There are ways in, but they are few and far between, and if Demon Gates are opening, and that is what has been presented to you, that could spell disaster for everyone. Disaster's a middle name.
Intro music was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com. Thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Ryan Cushman, Joshua Dixon, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. Find out more at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dumb Dumbs and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punching fists. Yeah, it's, they're always ready. Now I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to open the door. Okay. And we're going to look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? <laughs> I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I, okay. Okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser. And yes. then what? And then if I tell you to. Yep. We're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> You said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. Like a party? (laughs) Like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is... Back upright, all the drawers are back inside, but now it is next to the window, and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now.